Hello, everyone. Welcome to the LFG cast, your one-stop shop for everything lifting, feasting, and gaming-related. We are back. And I'm joined once again by the Titanic man himself. The man who would make Thanos cry. Zephyr Blade. Oh, oh, hi there. What's going on? It me. It me. Um, hey, so everybody. We have, a, we have a fun episode packed. Um, a lot of stuff is going on this week. So I want to kind of like make sure to touch on a little bit of everything. Uh, but first, as always, how was your how was your week so far? It's been okay. You know, yeah. there've been some ups and some downs, uh, but uh, moving right along. Mm -hmm. At least we've had some good memes. Oh, it's <laughs> like memes this week, and we'll get into that. Trust yeah. me, that's gonna be a part of the news, but. If you're new to the show, every week we like to do a little thing called the Weekly Weigh-In, where we just talk about some things we've been doing relating to both physical fitness, food, and games, of course. So, uh, you want to tell everyone the monstrous stuff you did yesterday? Yeah, so yesterday was actually a pretty good day for me, on shoulders especially. Um, I was kind of opening up with um i normally do a superset of a face pull into an upright cable row to warm up my shoulders because my shoulders are very strong and take like a little bit of extra spice to warm up and make sure i'm feeling them uh so i did the whole stack which is 150 Ooh. which is not the most i've done but the stack is 150 and i did 30 consecutive reps on the face pull and then immediately did 30 consecutive reps on the upright row all at 150 that is disgusting we love it if there's a face i want to pull i will be able to pull it You'll be able to um, rip it and then did a couple sets of shrugs at 600 and then did two back off sets where i held it for time did some reps and held it for time again so i did 10 10 10 and then 15 15 15 and like mm -hmm. a bunch of other good stuff but it, it was a good day for shoulders yesterday all right we uh <laughs> what did i do this week uh yesterday i had a i had a good a good chest day i uh mm -hmm. had some prs in some assisted push-ups and upgraded to regular push-ups to try and finish out didn't hey. get through all my set but i got through half of it so i finished the other half assisted because we don't what keeps making that noise something in my computer like but in this house we do not not finish a set correct uh, so that was that i uh, upgraded to my metal dumbbells for my triceps and let me tell you them skull crushers Phew. um but yeah that's what i did did a full stretch routine this afternoon ish no this morning <laughs> full like full body as much as i could at work Mm -hmm. uh, so that made me feel really good. And I also ordered a recovery set. So I got myself a foam roll, a massage wand, uh, a spiked ball, a solid ball, kind of like a lacrosse ball, and mm -hmm. some uh, stretch bands or a stretch band. So very excited to get that in my hands next week. Now, did you have any good eats? Uh, you were you were telling us you... Uh, destroyed a whole pizza before that monstrous workout i mean it wasn't a big pizza but yes i did just like eat a whole pizza because when they're like ah family size i'm like ah hilarious 
Um, ah, you've never met a man. <laughs> you fool. Could... Fool! Um, yeah, no, there was, uh, there was a lot of food this week. Ooh. It was one of those where it was like, there wasn't anything that necessarily just like Left out of blew you. me away, but there was a lot of food, which was nice. <laughs> that's, that's always good. I, uh, so my, my fiance and I have been setting like little goals for ourselves every day and we like check in at night and in the morning what those goals are and if we got them done. So mm -hmm. mine last night and tonight was to kind of, uh, pull back on dinner because I, I usually end up having like two helpings of dinner and that's like kind of my downfall because I do good for breakfast and lunch, but then dinner, I'm just always like, mm -hmm. oh no, I'm still hungry. And then I finished that second plate and I was like, I did not need that second plate. So yep. uh, last <laughs> night, myself. yeah, I know last night was really good. My mom made some oven roasted chicken thighs with potatoes and peas Mm -hmm. So your boy had two thighs, some potatoes and peas. Uh, mm -hmm. What did I have Monday? My Okay, so my go-to for the past two weeks, and we didn't get to talk about this last week, but my go-to dessert, which feels like the most decadent thing in the world, and it's because I've been eating more mindfully, has literally been two chocolate rice cakes with uh, one serving of chunky peanut butter. Mm. The, and that in my i don't know why but that feels like the most decadent thing to me at this point uh but today i was starving at lunch and i was like you know what it's thursday i'm gonna so i don't like overdo it this weekend i'm gonna do a little uh, have a little fun food today so i had a couple uh italian wedding cookies which are made with uh, almond paste and pine nuts so mm -hmm. those were really banging but Yep, that was the weekly weigh-in. So let us know somewhere on the internet. What did you do this week? Oh, uh, what game have you been playing? Even though I probably know the answer. Petrus. No, um, so I've been playing a bit of Destiny 2 and in Fortnite. here and around. Fortnite. Now, uh, yeah, Destiny 2 and then some Genshin Impact splashed mm -hmm. in there because there's some seasonal wrap-up stuff in Destiny 2 and then Genshin's always just mm -hmm. good for like a stopgap. The new set just dropped in uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. So I'm going back to my trading card game, Nerd Roots. Uh, that's been fun. But just a little stuff because the new season of Destiny doesn't start until the 9th. So I'm kind of just like helping people where they need help and otherwise cooling my heels. Yeah, I, uh, I have also been playing Destiny. Uh, we released part three of the new light leveling challenge. If you are not aware what that is, uh, I am playing all of the Destiny expansions leading up to Witch Queen coming out this fall and attempting to complete all of them. So that's over on YouTube. The link is in the podcast description. And the most recent episode featured Zeph, and that was a fun time. We made fun of mm -hmm. Shahan. It was good. That nerd. Uh, part four of that is actually going to be going up this weekend because I have it already edited. So, and I'll be recording part five. Hopefully we'll get to Forsaken pretty soon because like, I just want to get to Forsaken. Other than that, no, that's literally all I've played this week. But since the last time we spoke, I've played more Assassin's Creed Valhalla and mm -hmm. 
I've just been playing Destiny 2, trying to get the fourth mark, and it just does not want to drop. Are you doing the um, Are you doing the lure glitch or no? There's a lure glitch. Yeah, dude. No, I've just been <laughs> running in there with Hawk Moon, and then he gets immune, and then by the end of it, I just hit him with a paracausal shot, and he dies. And I'm like, nah. Right, when you're game. in When you're in the mission, you reset the lure. Well, no, <laughs> you no, just I keep know. doing that. I know that for next week now, because if I don't get the drop on Tuesday next week, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, other yeah. than that, I've been trying to hit my rank 100. I think last night I hit 90, mm. 91. Uh, I got my adored and I got my Vanguard ornament. Just going to attempt working through the Crucible and Gambit one next season. But mm -hmm. real quick to cover before we get into the meat of today's episode. Uh, if you have not been following the GameStop news, just go on Twitter. And uh, that's it. I just That's thought, GameStop, it literally the trending is why is Wall Street so interested in GameStop? Um Spoiler alert, it's not, but these billionaire hedge fund managers were trying to short squeeze it and essentially make money on the back end um in a kind of scummy way, but it's still technically legal. So a bunch of Redditors were like, uh, we could do that too. And Reddit and TikTok and people I know on Facebook have literally all started buying GameStop stock. In two weeks, I think it went up from $20 to, I think it's like $400 a share now. Well, it was. They closed way lower because they bought people out. Um, mm. But yeah, it was uh, it was literally at $420.69 for a little bit there. So if you have GameShare stock, uh, hold the line. If you uh, if you sell, you're a corporate shill, uh, and this is a free fair trade market. This is this is what we're allowed to do. So, my mom literally was like, "I wish you would have told me a couple days ago. I could have bought some shares because I was yeah." That's what it we're her. all like. And I'm like, I I literally found out about this this morning because my boss came up and was like, "Did you hear about this?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, it's hilarious." Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think it's hilarious. But other than that, that's the big news. Um, PlayStation Plus games got announced for the month of February. We have the Ultimate Edition of Control. We have Graffiti Genie, I believe. Or Concrete Genie, I think it's called. Um, and then we have uh, Demolition All-Stars. And if you have PlayStation 5, you'll be able to get the upgraded versions for that console. Also, this week at Bungie is out, and they're introducing some seasonal challenges... And they are discontinuing Crimson Days, but for the seasonal challenges, they, uh, the quote that I, I actually really enjoy, which makes me feel better as a filthy casual, because that's what I am, um, uh, they said, uh, they're looking to, uh, fix bounty fatigue, FOMO, and season legibility, i.e. what is in a season and how do I engage with it when I log in? And they also wanted to provide a guide to new and returning to new returning and veteran players for what to do today slash this week. And I think that's really cool. Um, it's looking like in the beginning, you'll have uh, 10 activities to do. Also, I'm trying to look at. You notice that picture? Do you notice the stuff they have in the background? uh of the seasonal challenges screens? yeah this is oh, this is this is cabal this season's gonna be cabal themed i can tell by the uh the seasonal uh, yes. challenges icon 
So we'll probably get that cutscene either next week or at the start We're of the season. Getting it on Tuesday. Oh, is that what? Oh, they you said? mean the other cutscene? The other cutscene. Cut, um, yeah. Probably at the start of the season, but we're getting a cutscene or a trailer reveal on Tuesday. Yeah, I meant the uh, the Osiris Davala one, mm -hmm. but it looks like you'll be uh, you'll be getting for the first four weeks ten challenges to do every week when you log in. Uh, obviously, these will be around for the whole season, but I think they will reset to new challenges every season. Uh, weeks five, weeks five, six seven and eight will be eight challenges seven and two weeks of six challenges respectively weeks nine and ten will be five challenges each and seasonal you'll have one seasonal challenge for the whole thing i would put money on that's hit rank 100 um but yeah because there's there's more than 10 weeks in a season right because it's like a three month mm -hmm. yeah so they i guess they're only giving us 10 weeks worth of challenges because they figure people will need time to do them. Maybe they won't get them all done in the first, you know, week they're out. So that's really cool. I'm really excited about that. And they uh, just have some, uh, wow, the season past Bright Dust is going to go up to 10,000. And the seasonal act challenges Bright Dust will go up to 10,000. So you will be able, if you own a season pass, to earn 20,500 Bright Dust just from doing seasonal challenges and the pass alone. Uh, and every ritual you do per vendor, per character, will net you 120. So in essence, say you were to hit every ritual on every character every week and you did all the challenges and you did the whole season pass, you could earn next season a total of 34,540 Bright Dust. Um, that's neat. And they said there'll probably be more in there too. I really love that. And then there's some sandbox changes. But, uh, all right, let's get into today's episode because that was a lot. That was a lot of news to cover. So today we wanted to tackle the topic of cravings now as a former fat kid and yes i can say that the pictures in the discord if you don't believe me <laughs> um i struggle with cravings a lot uh especially now coming off of the holidays i uh what's up roger welcome to the stream bud especially coming off of the holidays i am still kind of craving christmas cookies and uh, christmas candy and I think that's because I, I didn't indulge heavily like I usually do. So now, like, I'm craving it because now I know that, like, the cookies are there, but they're they're, they're going to start getting uh, stale. So I, uh, I really want to start eating them. So, Zeph, me boy, mm -hmm. have you ever struggled with cravings? Of some delectable food or substances. Craving a Rice Krispie Treat right now. Are you really? <laughs> I have a box right behind me and I am not eating them. Oh my god. Um, they, throw a picture of it in Discord. I want to see. Is it a big box? Is it one of them big Walmart boxes? Uh, we did actually have a box of 40 in the house at one oh time. Oh my god. Um, and they all went into leg day. 
they did not last long. But I wanna I wanna be clear that before we actually start this discussion, that when we're talking about cravings uh, and curbing them, that the purview of this conversation for those who are joining us and for those who are going to listen in the future, the purview of this conversation is for nutrition. Yes. I'm going to introduce some tips and strategies and tricks that you can use that you may, again, that you may be able to apply outside of food and nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, But the scope of this conversation is for food cravings. If you are using this podcast for like addiction cravings or anything else, you are in the wrong place. The purview of this conversation is food. Okay. We, uh, yeah, we do that not out of the way. We do not <laughs> condone. This is also not like professional advice. I yeah. assume we're going to speak from experience. So, just yeah. always remember with everything we talk about on this podcast, what necessarily works for us may not work for you. Um, so, if you kind of want to try and see if it does work, that's great. That's fantastic. But don't go around being like no this podcast i listened to said this is the only way to curb your craving uh because that is not what we're saying (laughs) okay so take it away all right that said uh so one of the worst things that you can do for cravings in general is be super draconian in your routine and in your lifestyle Mm mm-hmm uh, that is just not sustainable. So if you're if you're in the early phase of starting a nutrition plan, a diet plan, uh, a lot of them kind of approach it where just like the system is perfect and they don't account for the person using it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what you have to consider is that A, cravings are perfectly normal. Pretty much everyone gets cravings. Uh, and it's going to be uh, for different things, for different people, and at different periods of time. But everyone is going to crave something, food-wise. Um, and it's not always, like, an unhealthy craving, right? I mean, even... You can have healthy cravings. And that's something we're going to talk about, of just, like... Mm-hmm. kind of rewiring that focus but the word craving has got a lot of negative connotations because people assume that it's like oh man i'm really craving a fried donut right now or i'm really craving 25 pounds of cotton candy no oh. like sometimes you can be craving something zeph only knows extremes by the way you either yeah, get that one donut or 25 pounds of cotton candy. There is no in-between with this man. Exactly. Uh, that is how I've gotten so far and also crashed and failed so epically in my life. Only extremes. Now then. Uh, <laughs> so if, you, if you're craving something, ideally, you're going to be sticking to your plan. But within that plan, there will be little allowances Uh, Your plan should not be so strict for yourself that were you to indulge briefly, and I do mean briefly, that it doesn't shatter the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, So that's why people have a cheat day, right? 
Um, that's why people are allowed to basically just mess with their calorie balance. Uh, you should not be on such like a strict bodybuilder peak week plan. Oh my god, yeah. That if you have five extra Tic Tacs that the whole thing is shattered. So to reiterate, don't make your plan super strict because everyone's going to get cravings at some point. The stricter your plan is, the worse those cravings are going to get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for example, since I'm I'm currently in the process of, of an, not a new nutritional plan, but like I'm being much more mindful because I have a wedding, you know, not only my mm -hmm. own wedding coming up in two years, knock on wood, if everything goes well, I have my cousin's wedding in the, in May and mm -hmm. one of our friends' wedding in the summer. So, you know, now now's a prime time to kind of start really getting in gear because two years is going to catch up on me. So mm -hmm. we'll take, um, for example, so one of the things I did today was... I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a couple cookies today. And I did. I had a like piece of a, a burnt peanut butter cookie. And I had uh, two Italian wedding cookies, otherwise known as Pignoli nut cookies. And I was like, okay. Like I had the cookies. Did I, did I want to eat the whole bag of cookies? Of course. Because again, former fat kid. But I had the two cookies. I drank some water and I was like, no, this is good. The two cookies was nice. You know, I didn't feel like I ruined things uh, because I have been there before. I've been in spots where I have one indulgent item or an indulgent meal. And I'm like, if I didn't plan it out way ahead, I'm like, oh, that's it. That's that's everything down the drain. Mm -hmm. um, we'll take Sunday, for instance. I was watching football, right? And... My family was like, oh, we're going to get pizza. And I just wasn't really feeling pizza. So I got a buffalo chicken cheesesteak and didn't think twice. I was like, you know, I was like, I'm going to get a calzone and some buffalo wings. And then I sit there and I was like, I'm really just craving the buffalo wings. So let me just get the cheesesteak. And then, you know, still get some chicken in me, get some buffalo, some blue cheese, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you I hear stories just from watching YouTube and stuff, you have people that go on these, like, 1,200 calorie diets, and, you mm -hmm. know, they're 300 pounds, and it's like, bro, all you're going to end up doing is just falling into binge cycles, which is horrible. Mm -hmm. That's so, not sustainable. Yeah, but uh, the main thing is what I, what I like to do personally, and this is just a me thing, um, this helps me kind of stay more consistent, I find, mm -hmm. is... The weekends, I like to kind of pull back a little bit and kind of, you know, take some of the pressure off and, and allow myself certain things. So, like, maybe I'll have a couple cookies, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. Maybe I'll have a, a piece of candy or two. I'll kind of allow myself to indulge a little bit while still focusing on big things like trying to get enough protein and making sure my meals are as healthy and nutritious as i can that way i just don't eat crap the whole day and indulge three days in a row and then i'm just like oh no back at zero mm -hmm. i know i know that that personally works for me is just kind of allowing myself the weekend to indulge a little bit here and there 
Hmm? No, you're right. I was okay. thinking. I was oh, okay. making the brain go. He was making... It's rest day, guys, so he's probably been sleeping most of today. Uh, you're not wrong. And the wheels, fact, the wheels uh... in in the head must must start turning. Steam is slowly emanating. Mm-hmm. The wheels on the bus must first be put back on for them to go around. Uh, okay. So next thing I wanted to talk about is that in elimination diets, cravings are going to be stronger. Uh, and in this conversation, I am not going to rail against or touch on specific diets. I am just going to say that in elimination diets, mm-hmm. like a keto diet, like being vegetarian, like being pescatarian, like being vegan, etc., 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 I am not going to rail against these specific diets. Do not ask me to in this episode. But in an elimination diet, you will find that cravings are going to be stronger if you just try to do it all right away. There's a very small part of the population that can just go like completely cold turkey on those things that they've eliminated, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there are some people who can just like drop it and be good. For everyone else, it makes sense for you to kind of like wade into that diet. And then eventually you'll be able to completely eliminate things, right? Right. Um. But for people who are just like, just do it, man, just do it. It is pretty likely that if you try to get rid of everything all at once, that you are going to have a huge craving. And then one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to be able to resist for a time, or you're going to give in, and then one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to beat yourself up and then get back on the horse, but it'll be that much harder to start again. Or you're going to beat yourself up and abandon the project altogether. Yeah. So instead of going through that stress and beating yourself up and worrying about it and all that anxiety, it is better to kind of just like wade in slowly until you get to the point where you genuinely feel really confident in it and really good about the process. Yeah, it's. And I've. I've done this in the past where it's like, all right, I'm not going to have anything, any, any cookies or candy or anything for a whole week. And it's just, you know, you end up on, on Friday, on Saturday, it's just like you eat every kind of cookie and candy. uh, And then you kind of just end up in this cycle. And I think what's important is for people to realize that it's not about never having the thing again. It's about... Mm -hmm prioritizing the I don't want to say good because there's you know unless you're you're putting certain you know like drugs or anything in your system there's no like food in my opinion I think when you say good food and bad food what it does is it it makes people because people are very emotional when it comes to food right like Mm -hmm. that's just kind of how we are when you say oh cookies are bad for you then it makes people not everyone, but it makes people be like, I can never have a cookie again. They're bad for me. I mean, look at the yep. whole look at the whole debate with eggs. Every, you know, one year eggs are great for you. The next year it's like, dude, eggs are so bad for you. And it's just constant back and forth. And what that ends up doing is um, making people like super paranoid. I actually, mm-hmm. I watched a, a video by Obese to Beast this weekend or no, the other day. Um, he had kind of done a reaction video to this uh, post this uh, fitness YouTuber made 
and the whole thing was like the video she had made was coming from a good place of like wanting to help people mm -hmm. but the guy she had brought on and some of the information they were saying was like the worst thing to say to people like mm -hmm. sugar makes you fat it's my guy okay you want to run that by me again <laughs> There, oh, there are. Go ahead. There are. In terms of like what's bad for you, we can uh, we can say with a fair degree of certainty that you know like heroin is bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of food, you really have to look at the individual. Um. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not even in this specific instance. I'm not even gonna rail on lettuce too hard because. For, I know he's looking around. For food in general, you really have to look at the individual. What's going to work for them? What is effective yeah. for them? Because you can't just label a whole category of food bad. Um, that's going to lead to a lot of stigmatization. Mm -hmm. That's going to lead to a lot of disordered eating, etc., etc., etc. Um, there are certainly foods that in higher quantities can be unhealthy. Yeah. That we know as fact, but like there, you know, ethical conversations aside, mm -hmm. right? There is no food that is just bad. Right. Um, and that's realizing that and kind of stepping away from that framing is gonna do a world of good for your mindset man uh chat's coming after you they're uh, you can't label a whole category of food bad says the man no, who no, no. hates lettuce like it killed his entire family see see salt's right you can't label a whole category of food bad but you see lettuce isn't food it's shit oh my man <laughs> My man's finding loopholes like hedge funds. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, you can't, you know... Cookies in excess are not good for you. Right? Anything... Sure. Theoretically, any... Not theoretically. Anything in excess is not good for you. Like... Sure. <laughs> you can... <laughs> you can... So, if you have someone who's trying to, say, lose weight, right? Like I am and they're a bit impressionable if they don't know how to do certain things like being a caloric deficit and, and things like that if and you know they're not mindful of what they're eating they could be eating as much fruits and vegetables and, and protein as they want theoretically they could still gain weight mm -hmm. right it will it be harder yeah possibly but it depends on the the quantity Whereas you have people who are like, oh, yeah, I lost 40 pounds and all I ate was like McDonald's and, and pizza. It's possible. Is it mm. recommended? Not really. Because I don't know about you. While pizza may taste delicious. I don't know if I'm getting enough vitamin A and fiber from pizza, my guy. Probably not. You shouldn't eat. Salt wants to know. So I shouldn't eat 20 oranges in a single sitting. I, I wouldn't. 
I mean, recommend it. Yeah, I mean, like, we love watching the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, but I wouldn't recommend it. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't do that, but, you know. Um... So that's that's what cravings are, and that's a problem with I I don't want to class it, it, kind of the fitness industry, right? Depending on you know where you get your information from, is there just like uh, yeah, don't eat like how many diets or how many like weight loss programs where like one of the first things you hear or see is like you can't have cookies, you can't have any sugar, no or carbs, you'll die. Carbs make you fat. No. Carbs don't make you fat. Salt says, I won't have blood in my veins, only pure vitamin C. I mean, hey, man, you might just turn into an orange at that point, honestly. Um, or you'll die. Yes. Thank you. Like, Vitamin, vitamin C toxicity is a thing. Yeah. Ask me how I know. That, um, there is such a thing as drinking too much water. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things, things in excess. So when it comes to cravings, it all depends how you handle them. And now what works for some people, again, might not work for you, but let's take, let's, let's just take somebody from chat because we're looking at chat. Let's say salt, right? Salt loves himself. Dr. Pepper or root beer, right? Salt loves root beer. He has a root beer every day, right? If he doesn't have a root beer, he craves it. He craves the sugar. He gets a headache, you know, side effects, blah, blah, blah. So what Salt could do, at least this is in my opinion, and Zeph can correct me, and, and obviously Zeph will give his two cents as we go along, but Salt can not have a Dr. Pepper every day, have a Dr. Pepper every other day, or Salt can have a Dr. Pepper every, you know, three days, things like that. Um, and if that doesn't work, right, if if it's something that they just like mentally, it's like, I need this or I cannot function, kind of like coffee, right? And, you know, ca caffeine addiction is a whole nother topic for a whole nother time. But like, there are people that are like, I do not function mm -hmm. without a cup mm -hmm. of coffee, right? So what then becomes a possibility is finding depending on, on the, the food in question, a healthier alternative or just an alternative. So if we go with the, the Dr. Pepper example, um, a healthier alternative might be trying some flavored, you know, flavored seltzer water. And you got to be careful with that and read your labels because some of them are just loaded with sugar and sweeteners and flavorings. And some of them are just, you know, carbonated water and fruit oil. So... Be mindful, obviously, but, or you try things like, uh, you know, Zevia, which is a, a soda sweetened with stevia instead of regular uh, processed cane sugar or artificial sweeteners. Or if it's just like, no, I just want a zero calorie soda that I can drink every day. I don't really care what kind it is then, you know, get a Coke Zero, get a, you know, Diet Coke, things like that. Um, but so, but I, I, I think sometimes it comes down to finding, again, those, those alternatives. If you're a big coffee drinker, try chai tea, try black tea, you know, things like, things like that. Um, one of my big things is I like my coffee with milk 
right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things I did was instead of drinking reduced fat or full fat whole milk, uh, I drank skim milk. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm not I'm not really big into almond milk, right? I'm not really big into oat milk, so I just drink fat-free skim milk. Put a little bit in my in my coffee, tastes great, and then bam, I'm good to go. Uh, Salt said, honestly, that's what I did to myself inadvertently. I used to drink lots of soda, then got hooked on seltzers, and now I mainly drink water, other than coffee and alcohol. So, uh, so yeah, that's 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 one of my opinions and examples. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, basically, yes. But <laughs> in tapping into everyone is different. If if root beer is the thing, right? If root beer is the fixation or the thing that somebody's having trouble letting go of, mm -hmm. then you need to establish why. Like, is it the taste of root beer? Is it the fizziness? Is it the sugar? Is it nostalgia? Yeah. Um, what is the thing that makes it so that root beer or maybe soda in general is a craving? Right. Because that you can work around, right? And some people will say, oh, well, it's not the same. And yeah, no, it's not. But if we can have a healthier alternative and we can either get you the fizziness or we can get you the taste, you know, et cetera. Nostalgia is going to be a little harder to replace. That one, okay, oh, fine. Man. You got Always. me. Always but, uh, hard. You got me there. But if it's just like fizziness or taste, that's something we can work around. So you really need to work with the individual. Right. And those are a lot of good strategies that you were talking about. But there is absolutely no one-size-fits-all for nutrition, for cravings, etc. for people. No, of, of course um, not. Uh, so you really need to identify what that thing is for yourself, or if you're talking with a specialist, or if you're consulting someone else, you really need to identify what that thing is, you know? Like, is it the mm -hmm. sugar itself? Because if it's just the sugar... You know, we can work around that and work on reducing it. If it's just the fizziness, seltzer water, like was said in chat, you know, and mm -hmm. said here. Um, and just finding different strategies and solving it like a puzzle. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, 100%. You know, the reason why we keep, you know, nailing down the, the point that what works for one person does not work for another person is because at least from what i've seen in like the new age of the fitness industry where influencers reign supreme it's like everyone's got a got a nutrition plan that's just perfect for you meanwhile they sell it to all one million of their user base and it's like that's it's the same plan for everyone that's not gonna work uh you know everybody has their own caloric needs and everybody has their own uh, nutritional needs. So let's say for example, Zeph loves coffee, right? But Zeph is lactose intolerant. And if he puts milk in his coffee, he gets the shits. So what can Zeph do chat to work around that and still get his coffee fix without turning his toilet bowl water into coffee itself well i'll wait that's right almond milk or oat milk um 
He's drinking coffee. He's gonna shit anyway. That's not. That's yes, but that's not what I was saying. There we go. Pop and lock said almond milk. Yeah. So you know. Um, also, it, calico is correct. Oh yeah, I was gonna get to calico. Sometimes cravings are a matter of convenience beyond what you're actually eating, which ties into mindful eating. Yeah. How many times do you're just like driving and you're on your way home from work and you're just like, bro, I just want Chick Fil A. Like I don't even want to cook tonight. I'm just craving Chick Fil A. It's like really. Would you be craving Chick-fil-A as bad if you had, like, a meal prepped out or if you knew what you were coming home to? Um, so that's that's why we, like, hammer home, like, not everyone is the same and not everything will work for everyone all the time. Everyone, you, ha you have to almost experiment and be your own guinea pig and try and find out what works for you. So, Pop and Lock says almond milk supreme. I mean, debatable. Uh, mindful eating is also another thing we can talk about in depth, but like it is, that's the reason meal prep is so important, is mm. because if you know you had food prepared, it's a lot easier to be like, okay, it's already ready. I literally just have to walk and get it, as opposed to oh man, I would have to prepare something or I could just literally reach over there and grab this bag of whatever, you know? Right. It's, uh, it's... I think a lot of things... Once you get a good grasp of mindful eating, it it becomes a... a bit easier to, to in my opinion, to maybe kind of ha handle these cravings. Um... So I wanted to ask you, Zeph drinks the galaxy in his coffee. Okay. I actually don't drink coffee. Oh, Zeph drinks the galaxy in his tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned before that you, you were craving that Rice Krispie treat. Is on... On like a, a typical basis, is there anything that like maybe you usually crave or like one of the things that like when you crave it, that's like the biggest thing you crave? Uh, so there, there are certain allowances for myself. Um, mm -hmm. if, if I have a big training day, I mean, okay, we'll just take like an average one, right? And then we'll scale it from there. Right. If I just have an average training day. Uh, then I'm very disciplined before the lift, you know, of just like, okay, I'm going to need such and such carbs. I'm going to need such and such protein. I should get some sodium. Like I'm breaking it down. Right. And right. I'm working with what I have because, you know, very few of us have perfect circumstances right now. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm doing what I can with what I've got and just planning it out. Like, okay, I'm going to need this, this, and this. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but then you know, during the lift, I'm thinking about these things. After the lift, I try to maintain that discipline of like, okay, I'm going to need such and such to recover. But like, if something sneaks in there, realistically, over the course of that lift, I just moved like a couple megatons. I think I'll be okay if I have yeah. like a handful of jelly beans, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, gummy, listen, dude. Gummy bears and deadlifts. Yeah, I try not to do that. But it's the kind of thing where if I have had a successful training session, 
that I'm not going to beat myself up for something that's like marginal. Uh, if it is a rest day, then I try to be mindful about what's going to be best to help me recover and not just like pouring pure calories into it because a lot of those can be empty and will just leave me feeling hungry. You know, if I'm just oh, like yeah. sitting there eating the Rice Krispies that I'm craving, it will absolutely be delicious. But it's not going to do anything for me. No, right? yeah, it's, um, not gonna, it's, it's not going to benefit you. It may in the long term, at least. Uh, but if they're and I'm going to try and, you know, maneuver around that. And then if it is a heavy day. If it is one of those like Titanic training sessions where it might actually kill someone else. <laughs> uh, I don't really care. I'll eat an entire homemade shepherd's pie. I'll eat a whole pizza. You know, like I'll I'll just do that. Um, but again, trying to be mindful beforehand. Afterwards, human brain go sleep, monkey brain awaken and hungry, you know? <laughs> and like trying to lay things out, trying to prepare things because I really do get to a point where after the lift, where I'm gonna go through what's prepared and I'm just gonna keep going. Oh, so yeah. unless something is set out for me, like unless there are limits imposed way beforehand, and I know this about myself, unless there are limits imposed beforehand of like, hey, here's what you're gonna eat afterwards. This is all prepared, done, good. If that's not there, I'm just gonna go. Let's I will go. rip through like a swarm of locusts. Monkey brain activate. Monkey mm -hmm. move boulder. Monkey mm -hmm. need many banana. Yeah. Many banana. More banana than you have. <laughs> oh my god. No, but I completely understand. I So, I was really like that way in college. Um, but my problem was I didn't have... Not the luxury. I didn't have the discipline of being like, no, this is what you need. This is what you... Like, I actually recounted to my fiancé when I posted that picture in discord, I was like, yeah, I still can remember what I would like kind of eat in a day in college. And my fiance, I always tell my fiance, yeah, I used to eat like a lot in college. And she's just like, Oh, stop. Blah, blah, blah. And like, I showed her that picture and I was like, do you want to know what I would eat in college? And she was like, yeah, it told me. And so I was like, okay, for breakfast, I would have X, Y, or Z, which would be like, you know, egg sandwiches, bacon hashy browns or an omelet she's like okay it's not that bad and i'm like no 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 hold on that's after i've had a protein shake from my lift then i would go to class at some point i would probably have a protein bar then i would go to lunch and depending on the day i would have pulled pork and chicken fingers and french fries and then a like large soft serve ice cream cup of strawberry yogurt with dried bananas in it and peanuts, maybe some little chocolate chips, uh, while drinking cranberry juice mixed with a little Gatorade if I wasn't drinking water. Uh, also for breakfast, I would usually have like chocolate checks with strawberry special K. And then for like dinner, I would have whatever was in the calf that looked good. Maybe it was pizza. Maybe I had a soda. Maybe I had more cranberry juice, you know, and then I would have some kind of dessert. And then, like, in between all of that, I would, like, make my own homemade 
trail mix in my room because that was my snacks in my room. And she was like, oh my God, baby. And I was like, yeah, I ate mm -hmm. a lot because I was like, oh, I'm working out. Like I'm hungry. Like, you know, which is, which, you know, isn't wrong. Right. Because when you, mm -hmm. when you put on more muscle, you, your, your BMR goes up, right? Your body's burning more calories just in your natural state. And you're going to be a little hungrier, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can you can attest to this. I would I would hope so. I'm not just talking out of my uh, my ace. Um, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, so I was typically hungrier than normally, but also in my head I was like, oh man, if I want to put on muscle, I gotta, I just gotta eat. I gotta mm -hmm. just gotta eat. It's gonna help me get big. And like you saw the picture. I was definitely big. Um, and I eat like a fraction of that now. Like I have like breakfast, my lunch, my dinner, and like maybe a snack. If, you know, if I'm that hungry. Leg day tends to be my hungrier day. Yep. That <laughs> tends to be everyone's where uh, discipline falls by the wayside. Uh, yeah. Um, to catch up on chat so real quick. Uh, go ahead. I just wanted to read chat. No, go ahead and do that, and then I'll have okay. my thoughts. Uh, Zeph before lift, strong human, can lift car, big strong. Zeph after lift, must consume, rice crispy. Yep. Okay, alright, so what were you saying? I know what I'm about. Uh, so yeah, everyone's catabolic rate and metabolic rate. Um, you know, these two things are tied together, but that's going to be different for everyone. The more that you are lifting and the more that you lift, the uh, the hungrier you're going to feel because, you know, the more calories you're burning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Basic science. Uh, and it's really easy to fall into that trap of, oh, I'm lifting more, I'm exercising more, so I should just eat and I can just eat. Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, that can be very reductive because that you have completely thrown mindful eating out of the window. Oh, yeah. And not only have you thrown it out the window, it was like a 10th story window. And then you pushed out the AC unit on top of it. And then you walked down all the way the stairs, drove your car over it and like really just made sure it was paced. Oh my God. I mean, uh, uh go ahead. Cause you will, the calories will go to work just more than likely not how you are going to want them to work. Uh, yeah. So really being mindful of, do I just want this? Or is this going to actually be useful? Is this going to help me towards my goals? Is this actually going to help me recover? Is this healthy, et cetera, et cetera, which is really difficult to think about in the post-workout, post-work, post, you know, event. Haze. In the haze yeah. of it all. Yeah, you're not really thinking about oh, that. Yeah. You're just like, I am hungry. I, I wish to eat. Starving. You know? I used to come out of the gym and I'd just be like, mm -hmm. protein shake? I'm like, check. And then I just, like, mm -hmm. as soon as I get home, I'm like, please let dinner be done. Please mm -hmm. let dinner. If you get home after a hard workout and dinner's still cooking, it's just like, you feel mm -hmm. like you're in purgatory. Um, it hurts. But yeah, that's why um, so meal prep 
Meal prep again. Just gonna keep pushing meal prep. Meal prep. Meal prep if good. things are ready for you to eat them, that is, like Calico was talking about earlier in chat, that is like more than half the reason that people indulge in their cravings because it is right there. So if the healthier option is for you right there and you know it's better for you, you're gonna mm -hmm. go towards that as opposed to like indulging in the craving. Yeah. Um, more than likely. That's why, so my go-to for meal prepping and like we could do all, you know, probably like a whole episode on half the stuff we talk about <laughs> on today's episode. But like what I like to do is, uh, lately is i've been making like a dozen hard-boiled eggs so for mm -hmm. breakfast every day at work i have oatmeal with some powdered peanut butter two hard-boiled eggs and uh this week i had like two slices of turkey bacon i made sure i got my my carbs that would satiate me through most of my day give me that long energy um my my proteins and like a little bit of fats you know and that's just mm -hmm. what i did and then for lunch it's usually been like chicken of Duncan Dio. Oh my God, it's Dio. Um, I know. Up, so it's been it's been stuff like that. What I wanted to kind of wrap up this episode about, I wanted to do uh, two things. I wanted to give everybody a little sneak peek at what we're gonna do next week, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I wanted to pose the question to everyone. What is like the one thing they like always find themselves craving? For me, it is a cheeseburger. I like I can literally eat a cheeseburger every week. Like that's one thing I crave. So to mitigate this, instead of getting five guys every week, right? Or Wendy's, I take my butt to the store on grocery day. I buy a nice pack of because like, I can fit it into my budget. Again, everybody's different. I buy a nice pack of grass-fed 90-10 lean ground beef. You can only get 80-20. Get 80-20, right? Do you do you, right? And I whip up that Friday night after leg day or Saturday has typically been two cheeseburgers with some, like, low-fat cheese and sweet potato fries. Dude, it hits so hard. And it's like the one thing I will, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I always crave just cheeseburgers. Uh, it may be because I crave red meat. Like that may just be a thing and I just need to eat a little bit more red meat. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I got to experiment. But like cheeseburgers are one thing. Like if you and I went out and you were like, yo, what do you want to eat? I'll be like, yo, let's go get some burgers. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Calico says they've eaten a gallon of kosher dill pickles before casually. I mean, Pickle slap. Do pickles do slap? Pop and Lock used to drink pickle juice. Uh, uh, pickle I, juice I've is I've done it like, on, on time to time. Yeah, pickle juice is the unspoken, like whispered, god tier remedy. I'm trying. Uh, Go ahead. So, you know, I'll have little cravings, which most of the time I can just like push off because I'm like, mm -hmm. eh, you know, I don't really need that. Um. Like, they happen, yes. I'm, just, I'm not going to be like, oh, I never have cravings uh, because I'm perfect in every single way. No, like, I definitely have cravings. For the most part, I can push them off. But the one thing that, like, when I get a craving for it, it is really difficult to not just go get it, right? Mm -hmm. Perfectly prepared steak. All right. 
when we have steak, we usually get T-bones, right? T-bones mm-hmm. are porterhouse style, right? My mom only likes the filet. Mm-hmm. So if my mom gets a full T-bone for herself, mm-hmm. she will eat the filet and I will have her other half. Mm. And well, that is one meal I do not feel bad about eating. I will indulge mm-hmm. with a good steak. That's something I go for because I, uh, I actually compared to what I used to in the past, I don't actually eat as much meat as I used to. Um, and that's literally just like part of its health, part of its budgeting. Um, but like we didn't really have beef in the household ever. So that was like a treat, right? Oh yeah. Um, when we'd go out to eat, that would be like a treat. So part of it for me is it's like that perfect storm of it fits my nutritional needs. I enjoy it and the nostalgia. So, like, when that craving comes to town, that is absolutely the man with the big iron on his hip. Like, that, he is here to take name. I don't want to get DMCA'd by by Twitch or I'd be singing, singing about a big iron right now. Um, Oh, man, you think you're that good? All right, karaoke night upcoming. Look for it. Dude, I wish. If Twitch wasn't the way it was, Mm -hmm. we'd definitely do it. Uh, Mm Poppinlock loves the big iron song. Um, uh, that's because it's a great song. You either like it or you're wrong. That's it's it's because he, he also cosplayed the uh, the N7 Ranger from oh excellent. not N7 excellent. but the 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 NCR Ranger from mm-hmm. New Vegas. That's like his baby. Tom always sings it. Damn right he does, Roger, and he's a mm-hmm. god. Um, all right, so there it goes. Chat's going off now, guys. Let's go, big iron. Let's go. Um. So yeah, so we're going to wrap this episode up, but I wanted to ask you guys if you chat at home, chat, uh, what's something you always find yourself craving? Could be something sweet, savory, could be something healthy. If you're just like, dude, I just always crave peanut butter and apples, uh, let us know somewhere on the internet. As always, we record this show live every Thursday over on Twitch. The link for that is in the description, as well as Zeph's Twitch channel as well. Also, next week's topic is uh, looking to be about gaming. And it's looking to be what game really got you into gaming, right? Because like we're all gamers. But what was the one game that really was like, that's when the, the Switch flipped. That was when like, this is what I want to do with my time and money, okay? We're going to save ours for next week. Let us know on the internet if you're in the discord posting the podcast topics if you're following us on twitter or instagram comment let us know tweet at us do whatever zeph thank you so much for joining me as yeah, always. Thanks for having me. of course dude also we got some fun stuff planned so stay tuned we might might even start seeing some new faces around the podcast so mm. Ooh. otherwise until next time don't forget to lift beast and game and we'll see you then